Look, we have a lot of fun here at Remember the Game Industries. You've all heard my obnoxious, high-pitched laugh on the show. I love it. Video games are fun. The Simpsons are funny. It's good times. You know what isn't fun? Shopping for razors. And I don't mean that to sound sarcastic. It genuinely sucks. That's why you shouldn't shop for razors. You should just get them delivered by Harry's. Pick up a $3 trial set at harrys.com RTG and see what I'm talking about. I'm not going to stop beating the Harry's drum because it's a drum worth beating. The best razors on the market at better prices than the crap at the store and they're delivered to you. It's like a shaving cheat code. You've heard me say it. I have been a Harry's customer since I was driving a forklift at a company I'm not allowed to name but you all know who it is and sure my beard gets some praise now but i was a stubble guy for a long time and i still use harry's blades to keep the edges of my beard crisp so it looks like i have a jawline and if you've ever tried to shave along the edges of a beard you know that you can go through blades fast because there's a lot of weeds to whack in there but harry's blades just keep coming back for more i'm not just saying it there's so much better than the junky stuff you get at the store that means a faster cleaner shaving and two you buy less blades because they last longer the best razors for less money brought right to your door i don't know how else to say this harry's is on top for a reason the best reviews in the business customizable delivery schedules so you get them when you need them i can't see a reason not to use Harry's. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. Remember the game is brought to you by my website, abcomedy.net. Uh, as you may or may not know, I'm a comedian by night. And as much as I love talking about old video games, uh, telling jokes is how I actually pay my bills. So please check out my website. Uh, in addition to old episodes of this podcast, you'll find my blog, videos of my stand-up, all of my upcoming shows, and my contact information. If you need a comedian for your next fundraiser, corporate event, house party, whatever you got going on, uh, hit me up. Again, it's abcomedy.net. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to it. Please leave us a good review. Uh, and most importantly, please tell a friend. I'd really appreciate it. There'll be a new episode every single Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for the support. I hope you enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast, where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening. This week, episode 49, we are talking ice hockey for the Nintendo Entertainment System, an absolute classic, one of the best sports games of all time. I don't care what you say. Um, before I get into all that, what we're talking about, my guest, what's going on, everything, quickly, I, I want to address my voice. As you guys can tell, I probably sound a little more Super Dave Osborne-y uh, than normal. Uh, rest in peace, sir. And uh, the reason for that is because it was my best friend's uh, stag party three days ago. He's getting married at the end of June. And uh, man, we went hard uh, this weekend, and I am still on the road to recovery. So uh, I've done the best I can. I waited as long as I could. I've been sucking cough drops, drinking water. Um, the episode needs to go live in about seven hours, so I had no choice but to jump in and record this. So uh, bear with it. My apologies. It doesn't sound any worse than my normal voice, I'm sure. And uh, with that said, 
Let's get into this week's episode. We're talking ice hockey. I'm really excited for this one. Uh, I know I say that most weeks, not every week. <laughs> you should see a few of the episodes we have coming up. I am not fucking excited at all. Like, I mean, they're fun episodes, but they are shit games. Uh, but this one is not. Ice hockey is rad. My pal David Ray is here, and uh, we had a great time talking about this one. I've had a lot of people ask about doing ice hockey uh, on the show. Some people have wanted to do an ice hockey versus Blades of Steel comparison. At one point, I considered doing a, a compilation episode uh, where I would have several guests give their opinions on ice hockey versus Blades of Steel. Uh, but I think it would get pretty repetitive pretty quick. And frankly, I think Blades of Steel can stand on its own for its own episode. So we'll get into that down the road. Uh, I do talk, We, I mean, obviously we get into Blades of Steel a little bit in this episode. Uh, but the focus this week, ice hockey. It's awesome. And uh, as I say this, for anyone that cares, and I don't know if anyone outside of me cares, uh, the Stanley Cup Finals are on right now. And the Bruins and Blues are tied at two games apiece. And uh, fuck the Bruins, go Blues. Uh, we are cheering for not Boston. Uh, so there's your there's your sports coverage, your ice hockey tie-in to this week's episode. You guys know I got to get my plugs out of the way. Uh, if you're on the social media and stuff, find us. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Member the Game, just like Remember without the RE at the front. Uh, we try to follow back everyone that follows us. Although on Instagram, especially, I try to weed out the like spam bots and stuff like that. So if I've missed you and you're following me and you want us to. Uh, just shoot me a message, please, and let me know you're not a robot, and I'll absolutely follow back. Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash rememberthegame, the full title. We are also on YouTube at youtube.com slash rememberthegame. Our subscribers are going up there, which is rad. Thank you, guys. Uh, right now, all that's on there is old episodes of the podcast, but beginning next week with episode 50 on June 12th, I will be rolling out the first part of our new Let's Play series on there, which is Adam Sucks at Video Games. Uh, if that's your cup of tea and uh, reviews and stuff are coming on there as well. I've got the first script written for my first review. I have all the gameplay footage captured. I just haven't recorded the audio to put it together because as you can tell, it hurts to talk. Um, so it's coming. I'm hoping to have my voice completely back and have it ready to go for uh, next week. If not, it'll be shortly after that. But follow us, youtube.com slash remember the game. And finally, the newest one, twitch.com slash member the game. I know that some of these are members, some of these are remember. I'm sorry. Uh, if you're on the Twitch, or sorry, not Twitch.com, Twitch.tv, Twitch.tv slash member the game. Uh, I'm not on there streaming a lot yet. I will be popping up on there this week, just trying to figure it all out, get it working. My eventual goal for Twitch is to just be streaming uh, in the evenings after I get home from my comedy shows. Uh, be at my open mics or my paid shows, whatever. Be on there dinking around with some games. Um, please. If you're on there, I, I don't nothing of Twitch. I'm completely new to it. I'm learning. I'll subscribe back if I can. Please throw us a follow. Come on, and, and I'd love to talk games and comedy with you guys on there. So keep an eye on there, twitch.tv slash member the game. Uh, that should be up and running sooner than later. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I got to drink some water here. It makes for a great podcast day. Eh? Uh, if you guys are enjoying the show, uh, please throw us a good review on iTunes or whatever your podcast service of choice is. I don't know what they accomplish, but I ask for them every week because apparently that's what good podcasters do. And if you leave me one, I'll do my best to read them on the show and give you a shout out. I have two new ones I want to read off iTunes right now. One from Bulldog, or pardon me, sorry, man, Bullfrog1221, 
five stars. Uh, even when the game is a little light, you still managed to bring me back to those early Power Ranger years. Keep it up. I'll see you in the six. Thank you very much, man. This dude interacts with me on Instagram all the time. Uh, I'm doing some shows in Toronto this summer. I believe that's where he's from, hence the sixth thing. So hopefully we get a chance to catch up while I'm out there. And then from Nazareth Darkshore, and I don't know if that's a guy or a girl or who that is, uh, but thank you so much for the kind review. Five stars. Uh, Adam Blank might not fill the airtime with as much painstaking research and granular detail as a show like Retronauts, but that's only because this podcast's strength is in the host's personality, charm, her personality, charisma, and skill to entertain on mic, even when he's not joined by a co-host. His passion for retro gaming is genuine, refreshingly uncynical, and his nostalgia is infectious without ever seeming disposable. Lots of great, accessible content here. That's a very, very nice review, man, even though I fucked up trying to read it. So, or man or girl, I'm sorry, I don't know. But thank you so much for the kind review. That's awesome. And if you'd like me to read your review, please leave me one on iTunes or whatever you use, although the only ones I can really seem to find is iTunes. Uh, even if you think the show sucks, please give us five stars but then you can put that the show sucks in the comments and i'll absolutely read it on here i have no problem with that um so please leave us reviews i'll try to read them on here uh what are we at here six minutes already jesus things are good good very very busy for me massive shout out to any youtuber streamer whatever that does all this let's play game review stuff uh regularly because it is a huge time sink way bigger commitment than i thought it was going to be i was up till one o'clock last night just editing and working on stuff trying to roll everything out for next wednesday um i'm loving it i'm learning as i go it's awesome but it's a lot of work so massive props to those of you that do it um and like i mean as you guys have heard from that pre-recorded intro i'm a comedian uh, in the evening. So when I get up in the morning, uh, the first things I do are, uh, send out emails, trying to book shows, do my writing, watch my tapes or listen to my comedy sets from the night before to try to improve that. And then I get to work on this almost every day now. And it's, it's, it's a dream life. Like I, I'm not complaining. I, I know I drove a forklift for years and years, man. I, I'm, I'm fully aware of how lucky I am to be doing this. It's just a lot of work. Uh, so massive props to people that have been doing it a lot longer and a lot better than I do because holy shit. Uh, what else we got going on here? I'm scrolling through my notes. That's how good I am at this. Oh yeah. I mentioned it last week. If you didn't listen to the podcast last week, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, we have a Patreon coming. It's set up. It's ready to launch next week. The only reason I'm not launching it right now is because I would like to put a quick video into the description part of it. And I just need a little bit more voice. Uh, before I do that. Uh, but if you, again, if you didn't listen last week, I stressed it then I will stress it again. Uh, you are under no obligation to donate to this thing. Okay. The weekly show that you're listening to right now will never change. Uh, as long as I'm doing it, there'll be a show every Wednesday. There will never be advertising. You will never have to pay to access this show or the back catalog of these shows. It'll be there. Okay. Um, but we are going to have some rewards available on it. And uh, I'm just letting you guys know, all I'm trying to do with my Patreon is buy a little bit of better equipment that I use for some of the editing and stuff like that. Right now, I'm kind of scraping by with some of my gear. And uh, I would love to see this hobby and this project of mine become self-sustaining. But I'm not looking to get rich. I, I mean, I'm already not getting rich at comedy, and that's paying my bills. So um, the, the tiers for my Patreon... If you don't know what Patreon is, basically you go on, you pay to subscribe to somebody's service or whatever, and you donate money to them. And then in return, they usually give you rewards and stuff like that. And they have different tier levels uh, that you can sign up for. I'll get more into detail on the tiers and stuff next week when I launch the Patreon. But just quickly to give everyone a heads up, for $0, you can just keep listening to the show every week. No problem. For $2 a month, you will unlock 
all the awards or all the rewards and the rewards will be two extra podcasts per month not necessarily remember the game ones because i don't want to lock any game reviews behind uh, a paywall but you'll get an extra video game episode a month along with an extra ranting episode a month which is what i'm doing right now i'd be happy to answer questions stuff like that those will be rolled out more in detail next week i'll be giving shout outs at the end of my youtube videos to all my patreon subscribers and the most important thing is i will be giving away 25 percent of everything i make back to one patreon uh uh uh, I call them investors every single week. I had mentioned it was going to be 20%. I've decided to go with 25 uh, with the caveat being it's going to be $5 for every $25 on the Patreon because gift cards come in $5 increments for Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox, stuff like that. So uh, for two bucks a month, you will get access to two additional episodes. Shout out to the end of my YouTube videos and you'll get entered into a draw to win 25% of whatever it is I raise on Patreon month after month. And then there are a couple additional tiers that'll just get you more entries into the draw. You'll get more into that all next week, okay? I know I'm rambling, I'm sorry. Uh, but you guys, whether you subscribe to the Patreon, whether you never look at the Patreon, whether you never follow us on any social media or anything, thank you guys so much. I'm so... As we get into episode 50 next week, I am so blown away by the amount of support, the number of downloads, the amount of uh, positive feedback I've received on this show. I, re I blown away. I really thought this was just going to be a stupid hobby for me to talk video games and justify all the time I spend playing them. And uh, it's turned into a complete passion project that's taken over all my spare time. And I love doing it. And I love all you guys for listening. So thank you all so much. Uh, fuck me, 10 more. Okay, I'm gonna shut up pretty quick and get to ice hockey. We have got a ton of new episodes recorded. I did a bunch more recording over the last week, including we got episode 50 lockdown, which I had to do with a little bit of a rough voice, but that's okay. Should keep us going all the way through the summer. Um, I'm really excited to roll some of these episodes out. And uh, I'll be honest, like I was a little worried about running out of premium games, you know, like the heavy hitters. Um, but there's just, there's so many, you know, and not every week is it going to be a premium game. As you guys have seen last week was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That's not a premium game, but it's a nostalgia trip. And that's the key behind this podcast for me. And we do see a slight downtick in the amount of downloads we get on a weekly basis when we start talking about uh, a game that's not a Final Fantasy or a Zelda or a Mario or something. And that's totally cool. I understand. I get it. If you guys go back to our early episodes of the show, we burned through so many quality games. Like the first five games, Super Mario World, Turtles in Time, Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time, like just massive titles. And so I had to pull back a little bit on burning all the premium games right away. I do have a bunch of them in the bank. We will be rolling them out. But even the ones that aren't premium games, I still have a great time doing it. People are still listening. I need to make this thing last for a while so I can't just do the 100 greatest games of all time in the first 100 episodes and be fucked. Um, maybe with some of those early games down the road, I'll do a recent playthrough and then do a new episode on them just kind of as like a refresher and stuff like that. But anyway, uh, so that's what's going on with me in all of our upcoming episodes. Uh, quickly, as far as what I've been playing over the last week, I finished Resident Evil 4. I love it. I fucking love it. There's an episode coming on that game on this podcast in the next few months. That game took over my life. One of the greatest games of all time. Fucking awesome. Uh, and I've been playing SteamWorld Heist a little bit on my Switch. Uh, but that's been it. Since I finished Resident Evil 4, I just haven't had a lot of time to play my video games. So, um, not very exciting. That's what I've been playing. But that's what I have been playing. This week we're talking about what, uh, I guess, what also I have been playing. That's fucking 
sounded smooth in my head. Uh, this week, we're talking ice hockey for the Nintendo Entertainment System. I'm pretty excited about this. Like I said, off the top, everyone compares it to Blades of Steel. Uh, we have a little bit of uh, comparisons to Blades of Steel in here as well. Um, at least I think I mentioned it off the top. I, I won't lie to you guys. This is my second shot at recording this intro. I got halfway through it the first time, and then my phone rang because my car is in the shop, and it was calling to tell me my car was ready, and I had to start over. But So quickly, if I didn't mention it, I know everyone compares this to Blades of Steel. I had several people asking to do episodes. So it's comparing ice hockey to Blades of Steel. I've decided to give uh, Blades its own episode down the road. Today we're talking ice hockey. There are some comparisons in there, but whatever. One of the best early sports games of all time. For my money, still one of the best sports games of all time. It's so easy to play, pick it up, go. It's hella classic. It is the best. My um, guest this week is my pal David Ray. Um, he's my go-to NES guest. He's a good friend of mine. He's hilarious. I'm going to cue the music. And it doesn't matter if you're a fat guy, a skinny guy, a medium guy, or if you're from Poland or wherever you're from. Uh, <laughs> I only said Poland because I just read that, uh, or because I just had the list of countries that's in the game in front of me, and Poland's one of them. But the cue the music, if I didn't already say that, the music should be playing right now. This is the worst intro I've recorded. You'd think after almost 50, I'd have it down. 14 minutes of garbage. Kick back, relax, join me and David as we take a trip down memory lane to March of 1988 and the release of Ice Hockey on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Check it out, guys. Here we go. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone, like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001, and a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac, and every 15 minutes on the clock, they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account, and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If if you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a CrashPlan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. All right, this is a this is a little bit of a special episode of the of the podcast because this is one of those games that everybody played. I've had so many people reach out asking to come on the podcast to talk about it, and uh, I'm talking about it with uh, 
the my go-to NES guest and the first guy to ask to talk about ice hockey, and that is uh, my buddy David Ray. How are you, my friend? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I, I'm actually surprised that people ask about ice hockey. I, did you not get Blades of Steel? I see. Now that's where I was going to go. At one point, I even had an idea for an episode that was going to literally just be each guest comparing, like, what do they like better, better Blades about. of Steel or ice hockey? Because yeah. I know that's the debate. Um, the problem I came up with with that concept for that episode was that everyone was going to make the same argument. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was going to get very repetitive very fast. So I was like, let's just get one person on here that wants to talk ice hockey. Because admittedly, I was a Blades of Steel kid. Yeah, sure. But I also played, like, I played both because I love hockey. Yeah. And uh, as an adult, uh, I'm sorry, Blades of Steel guys, because I, I was one. Ice hockey has aged infinitely better than Blades of Steel has. <laughs> like, infinitely better. Well, because, like, I feel... I, I kind of... I didn't play as much. I didn't own that one. Okay. Um... I played it a few times, and I feel like that was trying to go for more simulation than it, it, what ice hockey. It was. Ice hockey definitely was not no, simulation. Not no, I think that's what Blades of Steel. What Blades of Steel? Like, I mean, with, with the, and I mean, and I know they both have it, but with the possible exception of the fight for the puck, loser goes to the box, winner gets the puck. Yeah, mind like gameplay. Yeah, uh, they did try to go for more of a, a realistic looking one, and I think that like even as early as the Super Nintendo, that it was just it became outdated. Like mm. it was just like this has been done better and better and better. Once the any like Blade, I, I played. Uh, did you ever play NHL Stanley Cup on the Super Nintendo? Yeah, uh, yes, a little bit. Yeah, that weird one with the camera like right behind it's you. It's pseudo three D, and yeah, um, like I played that one a ton as a kid. But then I remember like NHL ninety six. I think was the first one I played, and once the NHL series really got big, which I know especially they, like ninety five, like ninety four, ninety five. That's what I was my, gonna say. Yeah. Like once NHL ninety four blew up, dude, Blades of Steel was left in the dust you know but like blades of steel is like one of those ones that started the legacy i think yeah whereas ice hockey was the start and end of that style of game absolutely you know what I'm but that's i think aside me, from maybe nhl hits you remember that i do game? remember <laughs> NHL hits. those were beautiful i loved those games but the thing is with ice hockey is like it, it like i just i just had it here on my computer like ice hockey came out in 1988 and, uh, dude, ice hockey is literally as pickup and playable today as it was over 30 yeah. years ago. It is so much fun. Yeah. They could have, like, say this game never came out. Yeah. Ice hockey never existed. And then some indie company just created a game called Ice Hockey and released this exact game today on, like, Steam and Switch and PS4 and everything for, like, eight bucks or something. Uh, you could buy it and it would blow up. It would become, like, people would be playing the shit out of it. It's that easy to play. And it's that fun. It's just it's just a fun video that's game. It, that's interesting. I like the reason why I wanted to do this game is for a variety of reasons. But one of them was like it was the first game I ever bought outside of like the one that came bundled with the NES. Uh, okay, uh, which is kind of an, a weird choice. I feel. Uh, so all you had was like Mario, Mario, Mario and Duck, Duck Hunt, Hunt and, and then you then bought Ice Hockey. Ice Hockey was the first one I went, and I wasn't necessarily a, the biggest hockey kid, but. Um, my my dad was a Zamboni operator for the Brandon Weekings. Okay. Oh uh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. So he actually met like Ron Hextall and uh, like, yes. uh, yeah, yeah, oh, and, and uh, Wade Redden came yep. through. Yeah. Um, uh, when he was there, so like I loved hockey sure. to a certain degree, but I I, I never played because right. you know, uh, just couldn't kind of couldn't afford it's not a cheap game it's not not a cheap game for a kid especially for a kid that's just kind of like i'm not really a sporty kid right (laughs) so it's like a lot of investment for somebody who 
doesn't really care that much. Yeah, I don't know if they'll get into it. But, uh, you know, yeah, I played uh, ice hockey and, like, I, 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 I would... Uh, I love that. That was it. Was just like a very simple kind of a game, and yeah. I would make I would do the thing like, well, I don't have like all the real teams like they do in Blades of Steel, but I'll make my own. Like, I'll I'll play as the Winnipeg Jets, totally. and like the Americans are blue, so totally. that's the Winnipeg Jets. They're yeah. gonna take on you know whoever. Yeah, I used to do that. Like before I got, I mean, even well, NHL Stanley Cup had a season mode, but yeah, as far as like uh, Blades of Hockey or Blades of Steel, even. Like, cause it, it same. There wasn't really a season mode. You'd play like yeah. a tournament, and that was it, right? Yeah. Um, same thing. Like, write down your stats, write down the win loss records and stuff. Like, yeah. yeah, dude, is like let the computer go at it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause like I'll tell you right now, and like we're gonna break it down over the next twenty minutes or so. Like when you play ice hockey, like there is as it's fucking so fun, and yeah. there's depth as far as the gameplay goes, and we'll get into that. But as far as the game modes go. It is as bare bones yeah. as any. <laughs> it, it is the ice. It, or it's Excite Bike. It's the Excite Bike of yes, ice of hockey. hockey. Yeah. It literally, you turn it on. It pick, looks like Excite Bike. It does. Yeah. yeah. You literally, you turn it on. You decide, do you want to play against somebody or do you want to play against the computer? And then your game is played, and then that's it. Like there's no, <laughs> there's no season, no career, no you tournament. You can turn up the speed if I can remember right. You could yeah. like you can make it faster, and you could set the length of the periods. Yeah, uh, but that was it. Like there yeah. was like so that's crazy to me. Like that like the second game you would own is because Mario obviously, it's I mean you could beat Mario if you're really good. I know like I know the world record's like five minutes, but like, realistically like an hour and you're done Mario. You know what I mean? Like either mm-hmm. you've game over it or you've beaten it. Whereas like ice hockey. Uh, ten minutes and your game is over. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's regardless of how good you are at it. Yeah, because yeah. there's yeah there's no tournament. There's no nothing cup. There's no season. None of that. It's like yeah, there's not like a shootout mode really. No, it was just like there were sh- uh, there were penalty shots in the game, but yeah, which is sick, <laughs> sick. And but like but honestly like and that's where like I mean I don't remember what games cost in the eighties, but like they were probably sixty or seventy dollars for a video game. I, yeah, I, I actually can't speak to that either. I, I'm assuming I so. Like remember. I feel like the game the price of games have stayed steady for a long time. Yeah. Like I remember buying Super Nintendo games for like eighty or ninety bucks. Yeah. So I mean like just for argument's sake, say that Nintendo games because I I mean I mean, you and I are about the same age, dude. Like when ice hockey came out, like in the NES days, I wasn't buying myself games. I was like maybe once ever. Yeah. But I was like whatever my parents bought me. But like I could, I could get how you could buy this game and pay like sixty or seventy dollars for it, and then after like an hour, be like, well, now what the fuck do we do with this game? Right? <laughs> but like, like people would think that people would think that now, but like in the eighties, this was just what video games were, right. right? It was the same as Excite Bike, or I had baseball. Yeah, all those like basic sports games. There was no depth to them. It was just fun to play. Yeah. To me, the key is to have somebody to play it with. Yeah, you know, what I mean, like that's where the fun of ice hockey comes in is is playing it two player with somebody. Yes, that that's that's definitely true, uh, especially since that game uh, where they go with more of an arcadey kind of a feel in mm-hmm. terms of, yeah, it's not like you have these players with varying stats. Sure. You just had your three dudes, yeah, and different weird combinations of like, who, what kind, of, which team did you always choose? You know. Fat. I always played. I would always check his vacuum. I would always no. I would always pick Canada because I'm Canadian. Yeah, and they would but then wear you their make them fast. Yeah, like and that's okay. So, uh, so you get to pick a team, and I, I just, I can't. I should have wrote it down, and I didn't. Um, the nations that are in this team. Oh, I think let, it me, let me see. Let, let me see if I can remember them. Yeah, there's go six for it. of them. There's uh, I, uh, there's the Americans. Uh, uh, yeah, Canada, I got it right here. Let's see. Sweden. Yeah. Czechoslovakia. Yep. Russia. And what's the other one? You got five. I know. 
France? Poland. Poland. Yeah. yeah. The USA, Sweden, Czechoslovakia, Canada, Poland, and the Soviet Union. Union. Yeah. The oh, yeah. USSR. Yeah. But, uh, like, that's so oh, funny. Some really of those just, nations. Like, clearly, like, they were trying to recreate, like, uh, what is that series called? The Summit Series. The Summit yeah, Series. Yeah. Like, I love it because it's like, if you it's made... It's a very, like, Poland, Russia. Yeah. I mean, if you created a hockey game like this today and you need to put six nations in, you'd go US, Canada, Russia, yeah. Finland, the Czechs. I think you'd still have Sweden in there, maybe, and then probably Sweden. That would yeah. probably be the six teams. Yeah, yeah, but like you wouldn't have you wouldn't have Poland, <laughs> fucking like. And then the, my favorite thing is that like so they like I'm okay with this because obviously they didn't have the NHL license or anything. Yeah. Like, so they made it, which is whatever. Who cares? Um, Especially if there's no season or cu- like who cares? Matter, like right? might as well. And if you make it international teams, now you don't even have to worry about trying to name or like. I mean, not that Blades of Steel did either, but you don't even have to worry about putting names or identities on the players at all because it could just be random people from that country, right? Yeah. Um, my favorite thing is the is the weird color of some of the jerseys. Like Canada is like it's a green. puke green, and it's like a lime green. Like it's a very bizarre green. There was one time where Canada wore this weird jersey. Uh, it had like a black stripe across the middle with the leaf in it, and then it had like this weird, almost like the Nashville Predator gross mustard green yellow on the top and bottom. We wore it Weird. one time, yeah. But like that was well, like like this, like no, like Canada wears red or white, and I just like I thought well, the, that was the so Russians weird. need the red, sure. So then why can't <laughs> Canada be white? Oh, because white will blend into the ice. Yeah, that's and right. that was probably what it was. They needed six distinct colors, really? so yeah. they were like, ah, fuck it, this is good enough. So. Yeah, like I, uh, what other color could you? If you're not allowed to have red, if you're not allowed to have white, yeah, I mean, what you, other color are you going to put in there? Maybe black because i don't canada wears black sometimes but it doesn't matter it yeah. doesn't it doesn't matter like i just i always found that very funny because blades of steel did the same thing yeah like some of the teams wore these weird fucking colors and you were like what is that but it was because they needed each team to look so different <laughs> yeah yeah right just i know you guys can't see this but like that's the jersey I was oh talking okay about. Yeah. yeah so it looks um, like a bumblebee stripe like yeah, bu- bum- bumblebee colors kinda. with one stripe like pittsburgh steelery uh oh yeah like there are like old the jersey ugly ones, yeah yeah, yeah. So uh, okay, so so you could pick from six different nations of varying uh, real realism, and then uh, and then you got to make up your team. And to me, this is the single best aspect of ice hockey. I'm trying to think of what for, the word for, I'm looking especially for, especially like in NES era hockey, where like Blades of Steel, yeah, there was not any difference. I don't think amongst their characters, none, none, and they, they were just five guys. Yeah. And I liked Blades of Steel because I liked the way that they would kind of talk. Oh, like sure. It's the past or whatever the fuck is. I still don't know what they would say. I think it was It's the Past. But, uh... Actually, but, did you ever play Double Dribble? No, I didn't. Okay, never mind. We don't have to go... Because I'm just thinking of, like, it starts off, Double Dribble. Oh, really? Like, right? uh, dude, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the best when the old NES tried to double say dribble. words. It was like this guy that couldn't, like, oh, fuck no. Just the fucking worst. <laughs> the NES couldn't talk. But, uh, oh, something I'm going to do an episode on that game, and I'm just going to, like, well, fucking let it have it. Um, but, yeah, okay, so Blaze of Steel, like, I thought it looked cool, and I liked the, I liked the way it looked. Like, it seemed like the more adult, mature, like, yeah, this is badass, right? Whereas it looked ice real. Hockey, yeah, whereas, like, ice hockey clearly had more features because it had to be able to, it, it has a, a surprisingly le- deep uh, level of um, customization to be able to pick your roster of your four players. Well, like, it's because of that arcadey style of like, okay, your three different kind of players you could have is like uh, kind of like the moderate mid-level guy who's kind of, uh, can kind of do everything well. 
the the very Mario of the ice hockey game. Yeah, and he then is. Uh, you had the skinny guy who was very quick, uh, had pretty fast, uh, pretty accurate shots, but very slow shots, and they were not very good at hitting. No, they were good on the face off though. Yeah, they were great on the face off. But yeah, they're they so get, quick. But yeah. you could blow on them and and knock them over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you'd have the big guys who were yeah. just like they were like a circle of human. Yeah, <laughs> they were much. the be- They look like Wario with a stick. Yeah, that's with the a stick original appearance of, of Wario is in this game because it looks just as, like as the it. Swedish, yeah. the Swedish fat guy. And, um, uh, and they were slow as fuck. But they could like if they connect with their uh, body check, you just yeah. s- especially the skinny guy would yeah. go across like from blue line to the backboards. Yeah, he would know? rock them, and he had a cannon of a shot too. Yeah. The big guy. Like oh a yeah, cannon of a slap shot. If you saved it up, uncontrollable, but not great direction. Like you're no. just bl- you could like score from one end of the uh, side to the other because yeah. it's so quick. Yeah. But. You Whether or not it gets anywhere near the net it's, is. Uh, are you a Mighty Ducks fan? Uh, oh Did yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the, he's the Fulton Reed. Yeah, uh, he's the full. He's like one <laughs> out of five. I can hit the net one out of five. Um, but yeah, so it's, and it's so cool because like so you have these three characters who like there are other games where like there are different. You can pick from different characters and they may have different stats, but they don't really feel that different. You know what I mean? Like these three feel completely different. Completely, yeah. like so distinct. And I think that like. There's a little bit of credit to be given to Nintendo to be able to like again back this early to make these players still feel this unique from each other. You know what I mean? That must There's probably a not bit of easy strategy. To do. Yeah. Oh, they're totally the strategy. Yeah. yeah. So I because, mean, because like and the slower speed too, you'd probably want the bigger guys because since everybody moves kind of slower, it was a little easier to respond. But in like the faster speeds, suddenly the little guys kind of get a little bit of an edge. Yeah. Especially if you're playing against another human. Yeah. Uh, because they're so hard. They move so lightning fast. Yeah. When you turn the speed up, the fat guys, if you're not really good, uh, they get left behind fucking yeah. quick. So Although if the computer's in control, like the computer has like got that, you know, supernatural, like, Oh fuck! Insight where it's just like yeah, it's it cheap. knows exactly where you're going. Yeah, so uh, they can kind of make uh, quick work of you. But it depends. It, but that's where it goes. Of like, yeah. are you playing against a computer? Are you playing against uh, human? Uh, which team of computer? Because the computer always choose the same lineup for the six teams. Like the, yeah, yeah. So like each team, each of the six nations came with like a default setup of their four players. Yeah, and then like when you that play, was the other thing. Four players, not five. Not five, which yeah. I think is awesome. Uh, so they would have four players, and then they would just like they each had a default setting, and the computer would just play with whatever their team was set at. Whereas like when you picked a team, it, you were only basically picking a nation for the sake of picking a nation. You could pick any any makeup of yep. the four players you want, um, which is just like I don't know who had that idea to not just have preset six rosters and instead give you the customization to pick your team. Yep. But like whoever did that, I hope they're still getting royalties on this game because <laughs> that's what makes this game so great is the ability to be able to set whatever team you want. Yep. You can load up with four skinny guys, fly around the ice, but you're just a bunch of like you get pushed over whenever anyone sneezes, right? Yeah. You can pick four fatties, yeah, and uh, and no one can get by you, yeah. But if they like, well, they get, they can't skate through you. But if they get around you, you're completely fucked. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I I love that aspect of it. It adds so much replayability to this game. So yeah. much. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time, every day. I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad, the ugly. I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose 
who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RememberTheGame today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RememberTheGame. Uh, there's a, I don't like that. I was trying to look around for it again today, but there's this game called, uh, this modifier, uh, modifier. This is kind of like me moving up to the present day. Um, I think it's called rogue hockey is what okay. I was looking around for it. And somebody made a mod of the game so that it's like a, like a role playing game that you go around. You're, you're like one of the hockey players there's, and you've like fight guys and you use pucks and like, and they use the engine from ice hockey to do it. So you'd have like the skinny guys, fat guys, nice. uh, the hot, the goalies were everywhere. And so you're playing this weird blend of a roguelike, uh, uh, adventure game with hockey as its base i don't know what the story is and you can like at the very least you can still find videos of it sure and at one point you can actually play the game yourself but i can't seem to find the link anymore that's Maybe cool though yeah but that speaks to this game's legacy yeah. right that like people are still kind of tweaking with like everyone messing Bla around with it yeah yeah like i mean again being as a diehard blades of steel guy but blades of steel just hasn't stood the test of time people don't look back on it as fondly as they do ice i think you'd be remiss to uh not mention though that uh blades of steel did have that like mini game between the second and third period yeah. every, on every other game yeah where yeah. you got to like control the spaceship and like shoot and stuff yeah it was pretty badass yeah wasn't that supposed to be like a an ad for another actual game i, I think it is yeah like i can't I, really I, remember I can't remember what the game is but. but i do remember being so excited every time i got a chance to play that while yeah. i was playing blades of steel but you know what ice hockey has it has uh jason driving three zambonis <laughs> at the same time the most like he's got a ski mask or a, a hockey mask on yeah. and he's just ripping around the ice on these zambonis three of them at once it's awesome it, uh my dad uh, as i said my dad was a zamboni operator so when i played this game with him he's just like that's poor coverage yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just like did they just did three stripes kind of randomly yeah, that's terrible <laughs> you left the edges and everything why would you i love it though i just like that they put those little touches in um so then you mentioned it was four on four yeah and uh i i think that that i don't know why they did that i don't know if it was a technical like limitation of what they could do mm. with the NES. i don't know why maybe they had too much slowdown when they had five on five and they had to get rid of i can one. believe that yeah uh but i actually think it adds to the game it gives it more of an arcade feel and it just is awesome it's it it's, feels like international hockey because international hockey has the bigger yeah, arenas right so much room to move yeah. around yeah so yeah. I love it. I love the idea of four on four. There's just so much room to play. You've always got someone at the back, you know, leave a fat guy back there. You need a defenseman. <laughs> yeah. um, and then to me, one of the other awesome parts of this game is the goalies. So, I, was, I was actually just thinking about I them. love that. Were, were, were you good at the goalies? 
Um, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I think so. Like <laughs> I stop a lot, but a lot of it was just mashing up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, trying to fill as much of the net as I could. Yeah. I love playing as the goalie though. Yeah. Like yourself. Do you like- I, I was, uh, yeah, I was okay at it. Like it's definitely got that air hockey oh, feel dude. of what like, I guess it kind of was, wasn't it? To me, that's the second best mechanic in the game after being able to pick the makeup of your roster is the fact that they let you control the goalie as much as you do. Like, and you also uh, uh, control the goalie at the same time as your player. Yeah. So you're... It, dude, like, so, like, you know what? It's, and, like, and everyone's experienced this, dude. Like, when the other team gets you pinned in your in your zone and you're, like, you have to control your goalie. Yeah. But at the same of- time, you're controlling whatever skater you have selected, right? So one of your guys might be behind the net just skating up and down <laughs> because he's doing what you're telling your goalie to do, right? Yeah. You got to make that choice of like, yeah. do I focus? Do I take the chance and try to get my guy to get the puck? Yeah. Because you could probably do it. Right. But then you're like leaving your, you probably leaving your goal wide open. Yeah. So you really have to make those. Phenomenal. Like yeah. it's so fun. Controlling the goalie is as much fun as controlling your forwards is. Like it's no. so and when you make a big save, like that's a great feeling. Yeah. You're trying to hold on to a lead in the last like minute of a game. Yeah. And you make that big I mean they all look exactly the same, but you that's where the penalty save. Because they the penalty shots was like huge in those games because it's just like you're just sending your guy way up and way yeah, like yeah. try to like mess with the goalie and so now when I was getting ready to do this, uh, I, I do just like I do like just do a couple quick watches of Let's Plays or I dink around with it on one of my systems and stuff. Right. And uh, admittedly, after years and years of playing this game, I had no idea that there was a shootout at the game if it was tied. I had because I'd never had one go there. Oh, because you never you, had one make it that far ever. You um, just blow them out of the water kind of thing? Well, that or like, I mean, like, so honestly, like, this came out on the Switch. This was one of the games that launched with the Switch's online service last year. That oh, NES I did online. not. Okay. And one of the great things, I know everyone shits on the Switch online, but whatever. One of the cool things that they did add to it uh, is that you can play all the games online. Oh, so like, like against other people? Yeah, which is great. So like the first night, I think that the NES online came available, my buddy Chris and I hooked up online and played ice hockey against each other. Yeah. And uh, we never had one end a game in a tie, but it was always like 11, 10 or 12, 11, like nice, close, just fun, like pump it up <laughs> games. Yeah. Um, but we never, I've never had one go to a shootout before ever. I didn't know idea that was a thing. And yeah. I was like, that's so awesome. Yeah. And then the shootout is the best because they line you up four and four against uh, right behind the red line. Yeah. But you both go the same way, yeah. And the goalie it's, just randomly switches. Yeah, it, it magically has the yeah. paint done. <laughs> it's the Mighty Ducks too. They switch out all their gear in thirty seconds on a timeout at center ice, and no one noticed. And the goalie just switches back and forth. Um, <laughs> but that's awesome. Like that's just one more thing they didn't have to put in the game. They could have just made it either a tie or just made it sudden death. Yeah, because goals happen so fast that yeah. you could have made it sudden death, and within a minute the game It'd is be, over. Be over. But yeah. that they throw that in is just another little added touch. That yeah. is just fucking gorgeous, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love this game so much. Uh, my one of the uh, stories that I always think about when I think about this game because it's so tied in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like less about the game, but one morning when I was playing uh, ice hockey before I was going to school, uh, you know, I was playing like as the Canadians. I was taking on Czechoslovakia, and because uh, Czechoslovakia really is the toughest one because they have like all the big dudes. Right. It was, and they uh, they were the toughest team and i was like winning and i'm uh having my cereal and everything like that and then uh i hear like this car crash outside and i'm just like 
oh, I gotta check this out. I'm seven years old. I need to see this. And like, I pause the video game right then and there because you can't just like le- let the Czechoslovakians uh, catch up with you. God no, uh, no. So I go, I, and as I'm going, suddenly the whole house starts shaking, and two city buses had hit my house. I was like running around screaming. Oh I, shit! Yeah, uh, and I, I, you know, turns out. So I come back to my game and just like, well, I guess I can't play this anymore. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. The old days. Eh? Yeah. Where you had to be like, oh, I guess. You know, I, just, guess I guess this is more important. Just the worst <laughs> feeling. Having to turn a game off in the middle of a game. Yeah. That was the worst feeling. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I, God damn, I love this game. Like, I, I, I'm telling you, like, I get, I had the fact that it's on the NES online is perfect. It's as good of game as there is on the NES online to play online with your friends. But I'm not to, kidding. Do you have to pay for it or anything? Yeah, it's like 20, Canadian is 25 bucks a year and you get to play oh, online. Oh, for the, for the whole service. Yeah, 25 bucks a year gets you to, you can play online, you get like online saves and shit like that. And then you also get all these NES games that you can just play online with your friends. Oh, that's great. Like, there's no voice chat because Nintendo doesn't know how to do online. Yeah. Hopefully by the time <laughs> I actually release this podcast, they uh, E3 has gone by and they've figured out how to do it. But but even like, I don't care. Like my pal Chris and I, we weren't even, we were just texting with each other like between gold. Be like, fuck you and stuff like that. <laughs> and just playing it. And I was like, dude, this game like, is as good as any game in the NES's library for its multiplayer. As good as any game in the NES's library for multiplayer. You do realize you do have voice chat. If you if you did if you're texting, you could just have a you, you could a, call. Yeah, yeah, just put on well, speaker. And some people have brought up that like technically Nintendo has an app that you both download on your phone and then you can voice chat through that. And yeah. most people are like, well, why would I do that when I could just fucking call my friend? But, yeah. But no, it's I don't know. It's it's nice to be able to just shoot him a couple of texts. It's not quite the same as sitting on the couch with a buddy when you were kids. But there's also yeah. less chance of somebody storming out crying or hitting each other or something like that too so <laughs> well i hope so if you're like you know in your 30s <laughs> oh no i fuck Actually, you were, no, yeah. i take that back i, yeah. I, I we just played street you fighter. just played street fighter with me and i was like all right i fucking had enough of this stupid game um dude it's such, such a good game it's just like it's i just was reading that like uh i guarantee you if you looked up any list of the the best it may not be in the top like 20 nes games of all time but it's going to be on the list of like the best 50 nes games of all time it has to be maybe i don't know that's an interesting one because like i feel like i didn't know anybody else with that game growing up me personally really i didn't know everybody had blades of steel right that was uh what it felt like to me same with me i think i think a lot of my like most people i knew played blades of steel as well but like now that you look back on it like retrospectively ice hockey is the one that is to the test of time better than I won't say any sports game on the NES because no. there's a couple of pretty good sports games on the Nintendo. And, and, I, and the reason is is because of that quirkiness. Because like, absolutely. Because if you're going to play Blades of Steel, why aren't you playing like NHL '94 or yeah. like just modern yeah. NHL? Like, yeah. why are you? It needed something to stand out, right? Yeah. It was like like you mentioned, uh, not to get too off topic, but you mentioned hits. Yeah, NHL hits. Yeah. Uh, if hits had tried to be a simulation game, it would never would have worked because yeah. there was already a simulation game. So they were like, let's just turn the wackiness up to like a twelve. And, and it have makes fun. It, yeah, because so like that's the thing. Like, if you want to play a wide range of hockey experiences, ice hockey would be in there. NHL hits, I think, would be in there. Totally. And then like you know, probably NHL '94 and uh, the current iteration of yeah, EAs. like the modern simulation games. Yeah. I love it, man. I love ice hockey. I, like it's and it's as, like literally it's as fun to play today as it was back then. It's yeah. just so easy to pick up. Anyone could pick it up, and within a game, they would understand how to play it. I don't know if you could play it for a long time. No, I, but it'd be like oh, it, 
I like. I feel it'd be a great like. Let's make a bet right now. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but kind it's of a, a game. It's a like. It's a, you could play three or like you could play a best of three with mm-hmm. one of your buddies, and then you're like, all right, well, like as fun as this is, it's incredibly repetitive after yeah. a little while, and I've had enough of this. Yeah. This is just about ego. That's all it is. It's just about <laughs> ego and trying to make your friend rage quit. So. Yeah. Um, but it's great. It's available on everything. It's on the virtual consoles. It's on the. No, it's not on the NES Classic. Um, I don't think. No, I no, no it's I not. It's not so. on the NES Classic. I'm used to playing it on my Switch, but it's it's pretty readily available. If you're a collector, it's dirt cheap. Go get it. It's awesome. Try, try to find Rogue Hockey. Just as like a, a it's like a one off game. Yeah, that interests me. Rogue Hockey. Oh yeah, and I don't. I just don't know when I'll talk more hockey on here. Other than I have one other hockey game scheduled with somebody, but mm-hmm. it, we haven't really mentioned it. Uh, did you ever play Mutant League Hockey? Oh, I did not. I I was aware of it, but I oh so I, sick. I, I never had access to it, so to me that's like the next iteration of ice hockey. I know it's completely different, that would, but that, that's the other one I guess would be included in the. It got zany and weird yeah. and just made it fun. So, yeah. um, Dave, what would you score ice hockey on a scale of one to ten? Uh, let's see. In terms of back then, I feel like I feel back then I would give it like a seven point five. All right, and I think now I'd say like it is kind of an eight with the caveat of like you're not playing this for a long time yeah like that's exactly what i was thinking it was an eight because i'm like dude this game like i mean uh, we've talked about it ad nauseum but there are nes games that have not aged well and there are nes games that have and i'm like other than the fact that there's no depth to it like as far as there's depth as far as like the customization but there's no game modes you'll play it a couple times you'll be like all right i've had enough of this you know yeah Um, it's just a fun one-off game yeah Yeah. you need someone to play it with to really make it fun today but if you've got someone to play it with yeah it's an eight like it's a fun game yeah so uh dude good stuff ice i'm so glad we got ice hockey on the podcast (laughs) it was long overdue i'm glad it made it uh buddy thank you so much for doing this no problem and we'll do it again soon sounds great that's going to do it for this week's episode you guys thank you so much for listening david thanks for coming over and talking ice hockey with me um guys when i get back here in seven days we're at episode 50 i'm excited we're rolling out a massive game for the episode Uh, i'm going to launch everything else to go with it if you're on the social media throw us a follow facebook.com slash remember the game or youtube.com slash remember the game find us on instagram and twitter at member the game with LDRE at the front and our newest one, twitch.tv slash member the game. I'll be popping up more and more on there as the weeks go on. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a good review somewhere. I'll try to read them on the show as I did off the top. You guys that left them over the last seven days, thank you so much. And I'll check in with you guys on June 12th for episode 50 of Remember the Game. We made it. I can't believe it. Thank you guys and I will see you in a week. Take it easy. Cheers. (laughs) 